0: I'm,
1: I'm lucky I'm over here.
0: I, 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 I'm <laughs> okay. We're recording, guys. Anyway, okay. do, do your introduction.
2: <laughs> here we go again. What right. about the music? Go. go with it. Well, folks, welcome to another episode of Chasing Spirits Paranormal.
0: At least you got it right this time. <laughs> I
2: appreciate that. I would like to give a thank you to myself, <laughs> Paige and Jeff, and Cheers, Walter. Cheers, Henry!
0: Yay, Henry! Yay. Okay. okay. rum roll.
2: <laughs> now, Walter, here's to you. Was that?
0: Cheers, Walter.
2: Oh, hold on. Oh. Henry,
1: what I tell you about that? I'm sorry. All
2: right. All right. So. So anyway,
0: people were asked, "What's tonight's cocktail?"
2: Tonight's cocktail is apple pie moonshine from West Virginia.
0: From Devil's Due Distillery in Kearneysville, West Virginia, wonderful place to go get some moonshine. Wonderful service, wonderful people, and if you're really nice to them, they'll give you a tour. And they and got a nice
2: right?
3: dog.
0: They have a lovely dog. If you're really, really nice to them, you might get some private stock.
3: <laughs> I think that dog was a puppy, though.
0: Yeah, he was so pretty, though.
1: Yeah, I just got my puppy groomed today. She's cool. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I've got me, fan. I love my dogs. Oh, oh I, you do.
0: I understand that. I was giving I some a dog, dog some love yesterday. Was my Henry?
1: Absolutely. Okay, she just walked
0: up to me, rolled over her back and exposed her belly and said, rub my belly. I'm like, okay.
1: <laughs> Since we're on air, I have to correct something real quick. My cousin informed me of today. Uh-oh. I told you about Bimbo. So we were talking about what is the difference between a Creole, Cajun, and a Cajun. Just real quick, I want to let y'all know what he told me. And this, I got to thinking about it, I'm like, wow, I really messed that one up. And he got it right. The Cajuns believe that Creole Cajuns are New Orleans. The New Orleans people around that area. We look at Creole Cajuns as a mix of a Cajun, a Creole Cajun, someone from maybe uh, a little bit north of the bayou. In other words, it's a different mixture. And then when you go total south, that's what they call Cajun. And so the Creole Cajun... Marked quote: if you look it up, yeah. they quote it as being of a New Orleans area heritage. Okay. He corrected me on that. He loved our podcast. He listened to it. And he was like, he, he kind of corrected me. And I said, well, I was close. You know, I was close. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we were close. But- well, I yeah. mean,
3: you've been living in Virginia for, for quite a while. So you might have forgotten stuff.
1: Right. Yeah. And, and and a good thing, I'm glad he did because it tells me that, hey man, we got people in Louisiana listening to us right now.
0: Yeah.
1: So
2: that we do. To keep... And to all of our Louisiana listeners, I raise my glass.
0: Tell Le Bonton Roulet.
1: Uh, oh
2: What she said.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> anyway, so Let's
1: get this party started.
3: Yeah, Yeah. I know, I know. So we're uh, talking about, I guess this episode is going to be about uh, how we first came into the whole uh, supernatural, paranormal, paranormal UFO kind of thing, investigating, because I mean, for me myself, I've always been interested in it since I was a a little kid, and um, uh, watching uh, In Search of... With uh, Leonard, Leonard Nimoy, Nimoy back in the day, uh, I, I guess it was back in the seventies. It had to have been. Yeah, yeah, because that was a while back. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Well, I'm
3: gonna find those episodes of it. Oh yeah, definitely. I'm sure they weren't but, all uh, that he great, was, thrilling, huh? What? They weren't that informative. Well, yeah. I mean, for back in the day, they were because Neither. we didn't have the internet back then. We could really, Why? You know. Oh. Re-
0: Walter, get closer to your phone. What's that? Get closer to your phone.
1: Yeah, we didn't have Google, you know. We didn't have, hey Siri, what's a UFO? A UFO, Walter. Yeah, you know. You had that. You run uh, outside the door and you holler. Hey, Bill, what's a UFO? I don't know. Okay.
2: (laughs) What watched Leonard Nimoy on In Search Of?
1: Man.
3: uh, Was that on uh, Sunday night's? I don't even remember but it was Leonard Nimoy with his spot voice and you know he'd be talking about all these different subjects kind of like what we do and like what the internet has kind of grown into also.
0: And William Shatner had his own
1: little his series too.
3: Unexplained. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Unexplained. Uh, that, was,
1: that was it was okay. It was good. Yeah. It, well
2: it was... William Shatner looks fantastic for
0: 80 something years old. No four. he's in his 90s. No he's 90s.
1: Damn. Yeah, I think he's 90 or
0: 91.
3: Plastic surgery will do a body good.
1: Yeah. If you can afford it. I don't know about plastic. i never tried that yet. You haven't tried
0: plastic surgery? Well,
3: what about Botox? Botox. Yeah, Botox. That stuff does
1: me.
3: But, um, yeah, so, that and um, for a while I was, the. when we moved to New York, my grandma and grandpa at their house they would they had a whole bunch of really interesting books like Mis- mysteries of the universe and uh books about UFOs and uh grandpa always got uh reader's digest so there was always interesting articles man your
1: grandpa got that too. My grandpa didn't miss it he- <laughs> yeah he has so much stuff for me he believed that he thought he was going to get that check one day <laughs> he filled that thing out like clockwork. Every time he got it, he did the puzzle. He read the whole book, and he never. And he would order all that. Remember, they had all that stuff in there. You could order from them, like the oh yeah, um, the tools. The he had so much of that stuff. My grandpa loved that Reader's Digest.
3: Reader's yeah. Digest. Holy cow, man!
1: I thought my grandpa was the only one that did that. No, was, no, no. no, no, no. Wow.
3: But um anyway so walter why don't you start us off with uh you know when you first got interested in the yeah
1: well i'm gonna tell you what it didn't come from tv i I grew up in the i grew up in the swamp the front yard was the wall you know with the body, the backyard was the swamp and everywhere i looked around was swamp and my heritage you know, we grew up with the Rougarou. So if you were bad, your mom said, I'm going to get the Rougarou. I'm going to open the window. The Rougarou going to hit you. Man, we would go in the swamps. And we heard, you know, you hear all the old timers tell the stories. And I was up, uh, and I went down Voodoo Bayou that day. My old Clarius House. there boy, I saw something I can't t- You know, and you heard the stories. And then as I started, I got into it. I was like, man, I wanted to see this stuff. So I get my boat and go where I wasn't supposed to. <laughs> And I mean, you know, and I mean, look, somebody would dare me. Hey, man, we're gonna go to the old Pete's house today. You want to? It's been the husband been cut down for you. They said he killed his mom and all that. Day. I was into it. I'm like, yeah, let's go.
3: Did you go and at night too?
1: When I saw my first, my first encounter, when I saw it, I I was standing. I, everybody else was running. I was shocked. I was like, oh my gosh, man. I was, you know, now. When I was a kid, we couldn't record it like we can now. No. I mean, we could grab our phone. We can grab an evening tape recorder. This is stuff you just had to keep it inside and tell people about. And they thought, yeah, you oh. just you were dreaming. But, I mean, I've seen stuff and I've heard stuff in the swamps that I cannot explain. And when I saw my first full apparition, it was floating across the bayou. And that's what interested me. It was leaving. There's an old house in the bayou. That was just torn down and it come out of it and went across the bayou and then it turned and looked at me and then it just and it was gone and i hmm. went over there like, went, well, hey you know i wanted to know more and that was my first encounter
3: that's and, interesting because and, and it, that's it, interesting walter in the way that um you know some people will accept yep. you know some kind of strange thing that they've seen and they want to investigate it more and then there's right. some people that have their own personal experiences where they don't think that everybody else will understand, so they keep it to themselves.
1: And I was always one that said, you know, eventually, and I used to tell people, I said "Look, man, eventually, we're gonna be able to tell people, eventually it's gonna come out of us. So "Use." You, you, know, my uncle come back one day from fishing. he goes, oh boy, you wouldn't believe. He said, I saw something today, I just can't, I can't believe, I don't know if it was the devil or God. And yeah. that's how they believed and I'm like, Well it wasn't it wasn't guy in the the devil, man. And I said, But what did you see? He said, Man, I was in I was in Bayou Robet back there and uh oh, man I I saw this big white orb and it just come across and I said, I saw it He's like, Ah uh-uh, yeah, whatever. I'm like, Well you just tell me you saw it, why can't I? I said, But I saw it. I know what you're talking about. And you didn't speak about it no more. And then me. I'd sneak off, and, you know. I'd go in the middle of the night, take my bike. I'd sneak off and I'd go to all that abandoned. We got a lot of plantations in Louisiana. Yeah. And back early, you know, late, late mid eighties, up, uh, they were abandoned, and we would sneak into them. And I mean, we, you know, Louisiana is just a. It's one of them places where you can
3: a lot of then, mystery.
1: Sitting on a porch with my best friend, Mr. Robinson, and y'all sure y'all seen the tattoo on my arm. He's like my dad to me. We're sitting on a porch one day, and we look up in the sky, and there's these three things, and they're moving all crazy. And we sit there, and we, we're documenting it because he was like, you know, into it.
3: The, were they like? Do you think they were orbs, or were they UFO, well, or UAPs, UFO or UFOs?
1: To fly, and. And I told him, I'm like, wow, that's so cool. And we would sit out there days and nights at a time, and we, we saw them three or four times in different areas. And and I tell people, we all come to this earth, we all live, we all die. We all know there's a heaven, we know there's a hell. We all know there's angels and there's spirits. We all have a spirit and soul. So, I mean... But my second, my my best experience was caught in Louisiana right down the road from my cousin's house at a plantation called Whitney Plantation. Everybody always talked about the Confederate soldier that guarded the plantation was seen. And we were going to stay there one night. We just finished metal detecting for the the owner. And I was with Mr. Richard Angelico and uh, my son. And all of a sudden my son, he's like 13 years old. He just up in Curses. He goes, oh, <laughs> Get. I'm like, whoa, boy, I said, you better watch him out. And then Richard says the same thing and I look and there it was. The Confederate soldier, full uniform, but you can see <clears throat> the figure. And he walked across the
3: porch, he had his gun straddling on his arm and a pipe in his mouth. That's how well we could see it. Mm. He
1: walked forward, he walked back, he looked at us, he walked and he was gone. And I've seen him twice in my life. And that's what really amped me up to start, you know, I mean, I would go on, my mom loved to go to these Annabelle homes, and I would go with her, and, you know, we'd take the tour, and when the tour would get away, I'd, boom, I'd duck out, and I would be all over the place. <laughs> I was there. And and I have caught.
3: Yeah, and, I mean, that's, that's, a, fascinating, that's a fascinating story, and I think a lot of people have, I mean, just with us and, um, you know, when, we talk to people about what you know, what what our um,
0: podcast our
3: podcast is about. There's so many people that that open up about oh, stuff Lord, that yes. they've seen. Oh yeah, and, and what they're dealing with. Yeah. But it's just like you know, they they don't want to come out and talk about it because you know they don't want to be seen as crazy or that
0: stigma attached to it. And yeah. So we're kind of making people comfortable.
1: Absolutely. Right
0: trying to get it, you it, comfortable
1: talking about all this because it is it is a thing. It's it's Yeah, I mean, look, they just said on the news what, a week and a half ago that, hey, UFOs are real. I'm like, no, really? We knew that a long time ago. The other <laughs> <night." No laughs> right?
0: Like, tell me something I'm I don't seen,
1: know. Look, I've seen stuff. I'm, I ain't gonna say maybe. I'm 52 years old, and I've seen stuff I can't explain, but I know what I've seen. But the one that really got to me, and I'm gonna tell you the... I don't usually talk about it, but my best friend, Mr. Roberts, he was like my dad to me. When he passed away, I was on the phone with him when he died. I was driving through Arkansas. You remember that? I was driving through Arkansas, getting ready to come into Memphis, and I was on the phone with him. I said, "Look, man," I said, "You're gonna be all right." Well, so now it's Sunday, and I heard put them, and I said, "Oh, oh, man, I'm shaking my phone. I'm like, man, I lost connection. I'm calling. I'm calling. I'm calling. I'm doing 100 mile an hour. I got all my lights on, and I'm just." 20 minutes later the nurse answers the phone I'm like hey I said I was talking to Mr. Robinson and um, I said I lost connection and she goes I'm sorry he he um, he um just wanted to talk to you he said he wasn't going to go until he talked to you he, he died while he was on the phone with me. Wow. Oh, I, one, I worried you know I'm like man you know God I wish I just could have talked to him one day Yeah. and about a year later I was laying down in the bed I was sleeping I, I had worked a thirteen hour shift, maybe longer, hot attic. I was I was dead tired I came home and was asleep. And I was awakened by uh, Mr. Robinson in the figure, standing at the end of the bed. When I sat up, he looked at me and he said, I'm okay.
2: That's cool.
1: You're okay. And I don't care if people believe me or not, I know I wasn't I know I was awake. I know what he said. I know what he meant. And from that day forward, I knew where it was. Right. So, And that's, that really, for me, that, that's all it took. I have my friend right here from Louisiana sitting next to me. His name is Joseph. Hi there. And he was with me at um, Henricus. When was it? About a month ago. Yes, well, a right. couple months back. When I had that experience at Henricus, he witnessed it. Huh. Yeah, yeah, go? Too, so.
3: yeah we need a road trip to Henricus.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to, I'm, I'm going to try to line that up. There's a, lot, uh, there's a lot going on over there. You heard it. It was, he, it fascinated him. Let's put it that way.
2: Welcome, oh. Joseph.
1: Hi <laughs> <laughs> there. <laughs> but I mean, I look at it this way we're on this earth. We all know there's more to life than what's here. Hi. We all know that. It's written.
3: To- it's written <laughs> To deny to deny something like that, you got to be ignorant,
1: right? And another thing, I tell everybody here: people say, "Oh man, there ain't no God." Man, look, just go stand outside and do a complete circle. Stand in the most beautiful, like when I'm in the woods, just stand there and do a complete circle, and then think to yourself, "I sure couldn't make this."
3: Well, ironically, the the people that deny a God are people that live in cities or suburbs, but you know, definitely do not go out to right. the country enough. Do you yeah. know, I'm
2: sorry, I gotta say this, Walden wrote a poem, and he talked about church, and he goes, you really want to go to church, go out oh, into Lord. the woods.
1: Yeah, yep. I heard, I heard that one, too. It's a one-on-one, Yeah, and I, experiences I can't explain. I wish I had, a, I had a computer full of stuff, unfortunately. Katrina got that one, yeah. too. Even though
0: Henry hates the woods...
1: But now we have we can tape stuff, we can put it on hard drives, we can save it forever and we can and now I'd say in the past what? At least twenty years since TAP started, people aren't scared to talk anymore. More and more people are coming out. And it's it's really it needs to happen.
3: Yeah, definitely. Because I mean yeah. you know I, like I like I was saying back in the um in the seventies with Litter Nemoine in search of it was just like people would watch it just for, I think just for curiosity because, you know, they never heard about these, these things. Right. And now today, I mean, you have so many podcasters, including us that, that, you and know, research universe. and, um, talk to well, people that been through all this.
1: Not to be nosy, but how old are you? I feel around my age, right? So well, yeah, I'm,
3: been... uh, I'm, I'm going on 40.
1: Oh. <laughs> yeah I'm i was a cougar, gonna, uh, huh <laughs> but think about this when we were 13 14 or 15 you didn't go inside and tell you my mom, mom I saw a ghost no. or you tell your neighbor oh, or your no. they thought you were crazy
2: yeah
1: but well, that, they, they, or they, they come they, up with uh, a the people explanation people want to know people are I mean them at the winery you know I mean I wish <sighs> people could have been inside my head to hear what I heard because that was cool
3: oh at the haunted winery
1: huh yeah, don't, I mean, they, you know, just to hear that, now, me saying I heard it, yeah, people didn't hear it, but I know what I heard, and I was like, wow, I'm, there's something going on there, you know it, you feel it,
3: and, well, uh, yeah, I mean, that one time that we all went together, and you had your metal detector on, and you yeah, had your headphones on, <laughs> people could have, yeah, I wish I could have had it, like a, I don't know,
1: just a big old ram pod with a spirit box it just would have blurted out you know 100 decibels because that was the coolest thing
3: that was cool yeah and then did your you, uh, device it, died it, because of the, that, your 100% charged device it, died yeah. and uh, after yeah. that you are just like okay
1: yeah it was unreal but here's the thing I'll tell I, 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 everybody out there that's listening to us if you want to if you believe and you you know, you listening to us and you want to start, just go out there and try. It might just fascinate yourself. Those two pictures I caught the other day. Those are great.
2: Are it's you great. talking the Confederate, the Confederate Empire. cemetery? But
1: people just go out there, bring your little camera, get your little EVP recorder, play around. You never know what you're gonna we get. You can
0: bring your phone, it has it all
1: on there. It sure does. And your phone can Rains and high, high decibels that we can't even hear. So, but what, what got you started? Who, me? What what got y'all started?
0: Uh, lifelong interest. Just, I always mm-hmm. had an interest in it. Even though my parents, especially my dad, kind of scoffed at it. I might even maybe try to discourage it, but it's always been an interest.
3: And then there's
2: Henry. Well, one is actually a rather interesting story.
0: Uh-oh. Uh, Henry, you uh, oh, always have an interesting story. Hold on, story.
1: let pour some more. Yeah, go yeah, ahead.
0: Go, go get their shot.
1: <laughs>
2: um, <laughs> I grew up Irish Catholic, so that meant I was very depressed.
0: <laughs> I had a lot of guilt. It had a lot of guilt from your mama. Yeah.
2: Irish... <laughs> so, um, it was very depressed. We were, oh, well, I grew up with depressionary parents, and then there was very little joy and happiness in my house, oh. except when we talked about the dead. So, apparently, my house up in Long Island was some sort of portal. And,. Everything that we weren't supposed to do, we did. Did we have a Ouija board? Oh, hell yeah. Oh. Did we use it? Yes. I don't like those. Either do I. But (laughs) when I was young, that helped me get through the third grade.
3: You yeah, because I mean, yeah. you know, when when you're young, you think Ouija boards, it looks like a... Uh, a game. Yeah, it looks like a game. It, yeah, looks, it looks like, like a game, game board and everything. But I would play
2: fun. the Ouija board by myself and ask if I was getting promoted.
0: <laughs> well, you know, the Ouija board people would say that's a dangerous thing to do, especially a young child.
1: Does anybody know when the Ouija board was created?
0: In the, uh, after Civil War. 1867
1: right so enjoy the spiritualist moment do you Mm -hmm. know where they got the idea to create the Ouija board
2: from the planchette
1: from the planchette the planchette was used and then it when it faded the guy said hey if we can really do this we'll create a spelling board
3: well explain what it hold on explain before you go on explain what the planchette is for people that might not know what it is
1: uh, okay, so it's hard to explain. So it's a hold on, I got it right here because me and my cousin were talking about it. Uh, no, that's a rampart. Man, I can't see. Let me get my glasses. Well, so, uh, hey. people who know what a, who mess with Ouija boards or what a planchette is with
0: the, the, the little board. plastic
2: thing on the Ouija board that's the a planchette. planchette. There yes. you
1: go, right? Okay, so a planchet back in the day. Was a board and it was always shaped like a clover or a. Uh, it was from the French, a little plank. It is a small, usually heart shaped flat piece of wood equipped with two wheeled casters and a pencil holding aperture pointing downward. Kind of like the same principle as a Ouija board, except they used a pencil, right. you know, and pointing downward, used to facilitate. Automatic writing. Ah, uh, okay. The use of the planchet to produce mysterious written messages gave rise to the belief that the device fostered communication with spirits as a form of mediumship. The device were popular in census during the Victorian era before the eventual, eventual evolution into the simpler non-writing pointing device, the Ouija board, in 1867.
0: Yeah, which was
1: during the spiritualist mo- movement right after the Civil War. It was a really cool device, but what people don't understand was the copper is what gives this device the power because it, you know, it takes. People laugh. Hey, but it takes a spirit takes energy to create <laughs> and by putting the three of the copper. Hold on,
0: hold on, hold on, hold on Walter. Walter, hold on a second.
1: Uh oh, I didn't we,
0: do it. <laughs> Jeff just did something, it kinda has us. I don't know if you heard it, but has Henry and I. I burped. No, you didn't burp.
2: <laughs> you blew out your ass. <laughs>
0: yeah. I mean, it was a trumpet.
2: <laughs> oh my god.
0: Surprisingly, oh. I'm waiting for the, for the odor. Well, anyway. A drama. <laughs> So anyway, Plashettes were and the Ouija board was yeah, invented during this. Much
1: s- the same things, except the Ouija board was an upgraded version.
0: Right, this it was a way out. for people yeah. to contact the, 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 the
1: their dead. The class was moved by the presence of spirits in the form of subtle energy, which is what we believe today.
0: Yeah, it's just yeah, the Ouija board is invented during the spiritualist movement, like I said, because people post Civil War were trying to contact. Their past loved ones. Like, hey,
2: have right. I, you know. It's been two what years.
0: Yes. Yeah, like, uh, the reason people were
1: trying to get in touch with their loved ones is because during the Civil War, a lot of their loved ones never came home. You know, right. They were left answerless with no answers. And this was a way of them to try to get an answer.
0: Exactly. That's a, the whole spirituals movement came about right after
1: the Civil War. Yep. And that's when it really, what people were going to voodoo's and places Medium. like that. Mediums and interesting stuff. But so wait, continue. Henry, so you, was your
2: house haunted? Is that what you're getting at? No, no, it really wasn't. only spiritual activity we had was after my grandparents died. Okay. So they used to live with us. And about three days after my grandfather died, we had, do you guys know what a carpet runner is? Yeah,
0: Uh, carpet runner. Oh yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. You lay it down to protect the carpet. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: Mm -hmm. We had one of those plastic ones.
0: Oh, y'all high class.
2: (laughs) Yeah, we were. (laughs) Well, anyway, when the the way he would walk (laughs) on the plastic with the shuffle because it had this distinct sound.
1: Right. Oh,
2: here we. Yep. So we have the Biden shuffle. Well, yeah, all right, we'll call it the Biden shuffle. (laughs) He had the Biden shuffle. I like that.
0: Oh, boy. Go ahead. Anyway,
2: so we heard that. All of us did. Dang. Including me.
0: So, Grandpa was passing through?
2: Yeah. I actually thought he liked it there, so he didn't want to leave.
0: That's possible.
1: Now, I got to ask. Was that just, did y'all hear other things that he used to do? Or was that just a...
2: You know, he was a cigar smoker, so every now and then I would get the faint faint whiff of like a White Owl cigar.
1: Oh, man. Yeah. He was there. He was there. Because people say, well, that's a residual haunting when you get the smell of a cigar or something. No, it's not. I think it's an intelligent haunting. I, I believe that, honestly.
2: Well, he plans, moved on.
1: I have to ask, what is an intelligent, what is residual? Residual is like, if you live in a house and you see, I don't know, you see a, a shadow figure go from the hallway to the bathroom. But every day, at the same time, you see the same thing. It never changes. That's a residual. It's stuck in, res- it's just, it's a residual haunting. It means it it's stuck in that.
2: So it's a constant loop that they're always going to read. Like
1: the loop. Right. Like a loop on a, like a video. It's like at the winery, you know, where the guy said, hey, go now, through my earphones. Boom. Whoa, that's intelligent. I mean, he used communication to let me know what he wanted. So, or at like, a Huguenot or, wow, that's cool. I think, um, when we get off y'all, got, I got to tell y'all something that happened the other day, but I, I don't want to see it on air. Okay. <laughs> Interesting, because it really threw me for a
2: Well, that was my first exposure to it, and then over the course of the years, nothing really happened to me until I was in that combat zone.
3: Well, i tell you what, the, um, yeah. if there's one good thing about the internet, there, I mean, there's a, a lot of bad things, but... A lot of yeah. good things is that you know you you listen to other people with different experiences, or uh, people that interview people that had experiences firsthand, and it just kind of um, it kind of makes you realize that you know we live in a a bigger world and a bigger universe than just our little personal lives mm-hmm. that affect us.
1: Yeah. I believe that, yeah, I do and I believe you can die in such a traumatic way that you don't even know you died well oh, that's yes.
2: another thing like, that I would,
1: now, I would feel awesome, and you're gone and you know I'm a, I was telling Henry about this the other day I'm a bible believer you know the bible says you know in order to enter king of heaven you, you must be born in, well if you don't know you don't know or you don't have your last rites where are you going to go? Uh, that's what, and I don't know. It's it's a lot. It's a lot, but something happened to me in this house just three nights ago, and I'm to tell them all excited about it after.
3: So. Yeah, because I mean, um you know the uh, the Bible is not just a book of uh, you know history and all that, but it's also a book of um, history. you know the supernatural. Yeah, because I mean, you yeah. got to figure with um, Christ rising from the dead, that's supernatural.
1: Yeah, that's a spirit. Yeah. An angel. Right. And I, that's that's why I, we was when people say, oh man, I, I don't know if there's heaven. Why not? So, what you believe, you're just going to fade away and, oh, hey, I'm sorry, you're going to turn into this little atom and explode and create another world? <laughs> I just had to say that. <laughs> I couldn't help it. But, I mean, it's just not to I don't knock religion um, if you read the Bible you talk about spirits and you know it's it, it throughout the whole Bible you know yeah. people coming back from the dead that's the spirit that's you know we
3: call well, it well I paradise. mean you gotta figure that we're only on this planet for a certain amount of time and to to do a certain right. amount of things whether it be uh, good and or evil I mean it's just Right. You know, a, a limited amount of time. And, um, you know, you just got to figure everything out. Yeah.
1: Is that true? I got a question for you, Jeff, Henry. What do you think about it? I had somebody ask me one time, I mean, when you're hunting spirits, I mean, why do you do it? I also feel that there's spirits out there that need help. Yeah. yeah. And there's people out there that need help understanding why they may have a haunting or a paranormal in the house and there's people out there that need help because i also believe in demons and possession i mean we know through time that even god rebuked you know demons out of people and so i mean people need help if we can help them we help them i mean bottom line um that's
2: you know, yeah, oh, that's sorry. good you said that because uh, Paige and I were waiting for Jeff to come home. No. <laughs> and we were talking about how we help six spirits over at Yorktown.
1: Yorktown. Um, is that when you had your... Uh... Yes,
2: that's when I got possessed.
1: Now, everybody out there, I just want to tell Henry has a gift. Okay. And we just got... To... You just got to learn to use it because he has a gift I mean I've been I didn't go to that one but I've been two places with him before and I've seen how he can react and he can tell when something's there that's a gift
3: yeah everyone's got their own different kind of gifts
2: you know I'd rather win like lottery numbers
1: yeah that'd be nice
3: (laughs) that's Uh, not your gift no it's not too bad there's
2: your gift you got it all right, you can talk to the dead. Hooray.
1: <laughs> I mean, hey, look, it's just... I don't know. Think about it. People talk to Jesus.
2: I talk to Jesus
3: all the time.
1: Exactly.
3: And he's always there uh, with open ears.
1: Right. So how hard is it for people to understand if you can talk to spirits?
3: Yeah. That's true. I mean, you know, you got that good... that that good aspect of it and the righteous aspect of it but then again also on the uh alternate there's the evil yeah. part where I mean it's I think it's it, it's prevalent now more so because I think people have ignored the fact that there is evil in this world
1: and uh, there's a lot of I mean look just turn the TV on you can see all the evil you want to see in less than five minutes, you can find all the evil you want by turning
2: the TV on. No, I yeah. had
3: enough of that. Yeah, I think uh, I think one, one of the bi- the deep deep biggest touch. one of the biggest can evils you- that that's been hidden from everybody is uh, trafficking, human trafficking, especially child trafficking, and yeah, that- uh, you know. That that's like the uh, the basis of evil is to uh, destroy a person's soul, especially if they're if they're young.
1: Yeah, I think there's a special place down below for someone like that.
3: Well, according to the Bible, there is, and man, they they're not gonna like it.
1: Man, I tell you, uh, look at it. You know, and if we look at it, I think the, I think I think our Earth is fighting back. Tsunamis, earthquakes, all that. We we just. Human nature is destroying itself. It's yeah.
2: Sad. We you were know. talking about that the other
3: day, you and I. It's the yeah. Roman
1: Empire. It's destroying itself, you know?
3: Yeah. I mean, you know, and now, you know, people want to blame it on uh, climate and everything, but, I mean, it's it's more than climate. It's just the... It's right. the
0: climate, all right. It's the social okay. climate.
3: It's the social climate, and also it's just, you know, that's just the way this planet is. I mean, you know, it ex- it uh, got rid of uh, thunder dinosaurs that have been on the planet for thousands of years. Yeah. We, and, we you know, they didn't have to, They no, nothing was brought up about uh, climate, climate change then. It's just, you know, it happened. It happens all the time. It's just cyclical.
1: Stand and here comes a brontosaurus! But, oh yeah, we're gonna have some brontosaurus gumbo tonight, boy. No, I'm sorry, you couldn't get—I had to get that out. Yeah, uh,
3: bronto burgers.
1: You know, my grandfather. Another thing that made me wanna do this and and so interested is my grandfather was at my house on um, two was probably about two years before he passed. It was in 2012. He came to my house. We had just had the house built. Beautiful. Lived in the woods. And uh, he slept over. And for me, that was like, my grandpa wasn't, he wasn't my grandpa. I tell everybody, my grandfather wasn't my grandpa. He was my hero. Uh, he was my, he taught me to be who I am today.
3: Grandpa-like.
1: Uh, and he was in a room and he come out and I heard a bunch of noise. I heard talking in the room and I'm like, is he okay? And I finally I got up because everybody said, I said, "Let me go check on my boy. I said, There's "Something wrong." And I went to walk in the hall, and he come out. And he was crying. And My grandpa had lost my grandma six years, seven years before that, hmm. eight. Been, yeah, it been eight years before that. And um, he come out to her. I said, "Papa, are you all right?" Now I call him Papa. You know, you from Louisiana? That's Papa. You know. <laughs> and he he looked at me and he said, "That's a special one." He said that room was filled with holiness. And I said, "Why?" He said, "He said his he was a he was a religious person. He woke up in the morning before he went to work. He read his Bible. He came home. He said his prayers. Brushed his teeth. While he went to bed at night, he prayed for an hour. He had that's what he did. He read the Bible. And he told me over forty times in his lifetime, front to back. He had no. I got his Bible. He got no all and he told me that room is a special room. And I said, why? What's wrong? Well, I said, are you all right? He goes, I couldn't find my rosary. I don't know where it was. And I was I was upset. So I was looking for my rosary. He said, I said, well, what's wrong? I said, why are you all shook up? And he said, at first I thought it was the Virgin Mary. He said, but my mom come and told me it's right there, Duffy. You dropped it right there. Just bend down and pick it up. It's all okay. And that's what he told me and with the straightest face I've ever seen in my life, he told me right there and I was like, wow until the day he passed away, that's all he talked about, is how great it made him feel to go to my house because he got to see he, he got to see mama, he, that's what he called my grandma Mom, I got to see mama one more time that's- that don't just, it happened. It's, you know, my grandfather was—he was tough, tough as nails. But I saw that when he looked in my eyes. There was no denying he what he saw. He saw, and what happened happened. So.
3: Yeah, I think uh, a lot of our uh, ancestors—they were a lot, definitely a lot tougher than yeah, we, we are, are nowadays. Super
1: soft. I mean, are so I soft. Tough as nails.
3: I mean it's just strange now today that there there's even a discussion about um you know just just uh abusing children, yeah, and you know back in the day you would you probably get shunned or you know put in prison for for life or uh hurting a child, but I mean there's so many things nowadays that they let people get by on. <sighs>
1: Yeah, look when I grew up if you messed up you got a butt whipping today the kid messes up you go to him. like I'll call the cops okay you know it's over it's over but
0: like I mean,
1: alright well I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it on air so three nights ago I was in the room in my room and y'all know I just recently lost my mom January 29th I buried her February and um you know I'm my brother I, I'm a believer that if you dream if you have a dream about your parent that means they're coming to tell you they're alright right and but um, I woke up and I have a little slot machine my mom loved the casino gosh she worked at the casino she retired at the casino and she loved the casino and I have a little slot machine on my dresser so that don't it's just sitting there mm. I know the batteries were still in it are good it's just sitting there I was looking at a picture of my mom and I have a cross, which is actually an urn. It's got my mom's remains in it. And I looked at the patient and I said, Hey, I said, Hey, well, mom, I'm going to bed. And all of a sudden that thing went, g-ding, 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 <laughs> and it rolled to triple sevens.
2: Wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mom said night. I looked, at, I looked at, at Lisa and I said, Did you see that? I said, My mom's, I said, Oh, I said, she's just, wow, you know. Yeah, and I just I, I I didn't Lisa was like yeah I just it, I couldn't fathom it I was like wow I had been waiting for a sign just to know my mom was all right
3: yeah, yeah. and I mean you know it. Three days ago. most most people wouldn't wouldn't believe that because they I, don't I, have that I'm, they don't have like a really deep spiritual connection
1: yeah my mom loved the casino she loved bingo oh my God look you say bingo at church she was going. <laughs> <I'm
0: looking laughs>
1: And then I, I was like, "Wow!" So we came. <laughs> I woke up that morning. And I walked up to the dresser, and I, I was just sitting there. And, and, and what happened again, really fast, because it hasn't happened again. I try, I looked at it. I said, "Well, Mama, I said, I'm glad you, you let me know you're okay." Yeah. <laughs> and it rang. Ching 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 ching. It didn't. There's
0: Walter, no
2: well, that is a very touching story.
0: I'm glad your mom's doing okay, wherever she is. So
1: that's in me, being a light paranormal, and seeing what I've seen and doing what I do. Care what people think about it. I know that's a sign.
3: Well, I mean, you know, you I got we got a look you, over us. You got us behind you to uh, know that you know yep. you and people like us aren't weirdos. We just we're just misunderstood and. <laughs> We're the biggest weirdos yeah. out there. Yeah. Look, we
1: have a freak flag. We fly so we're misunderstood anyway. You know, oh, man, y'all eat anything. Yeah, we sure do. What do y'all eat? Well, put it this way. If it crawls, walks, it's raw, alive. We like it. I tell everybody that. Like, why? I'm like, because we grew up. It's our lifestyle. Just like people grew up in the woods. You know, they eat they, they, they corn fed. We're crawfish fed. <laughs> I tell everybody. They grew up know, in the swamps and the marshes. Everybody's, everybody's weird in their own way. Bottom line. Yes,
0: I admit it, and I fly so, my free flag for high.
2: Oh hell yeah!
0: For everybody to see. Could, well, Walter, oh, you I mean, hang I, on as we're signing off. You know. So hang on, Walter. But we're saying goodbye to everybody else, aren't we?
3: And thank you for listening. And thank uh, you again. Hopefully, we with this uh, episode, we you kind of uh, got an idea of where we all c- came from, and. What our backgrounds Uh, are. Backgrounds are, and we can be closer together. And if you have any... uh, Any stories. Any stories. If you
0: want us to come look at your house, your your area, let us know. We'll come investigate. Because that's what we like to do.
3: We're like Scooby-Doo. You know what you need to do. What? You need to glue this little girl.